Welcome to Expect an Expert, a podcast produced by Henderson Brothers. In this episode, we'll be discussing excessive fee lawsuits, and we've invited our in-house counsel, Pete Horn, to answer four questions about excessive fee lawsuits. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Expect an Expert. Today, we are joined with Henderson Brothers in-house counsel, Pete Horn. Pete, thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Dave. And our subject is excessive fee lawsuits. If we get right into it, Pete, what are excessive fee lawsuits? Excessive fee lawsuits are where participants in retirement plans allege that the sponsor, usually their employer is sponsoring the plan, or other fiduciaries of the plan did not ensure that the fees or maybe expense ratios built into the investment options, or the fees from service providers or other ancillary vendors of the plan were not reasonable. This theory of what can lead to liability for the plan sponsor is based on their fiduciary status. So the sponsor is a fiduciary. I don't necessarily plan to dive into all of the depths of ERISA law at this point, but there are laws, including ERISA out there, that makes a plan sponsor a fiduciary of the plan, the plan assets, plan operations. And there are other fiduciaries as well. But the short of it is the participants allege that these entities and individuals breached their fiduciary duties by making the participants pay inflated fees as part of their retirement plan savings. Do uh, most employers have to worry about these type of lawsuits? Historically, employers did not. There were a small number of these lawsuits throughout, say, the 80s and 90s, and they targeted the largest billion-dollar employers in the United States. However, these types of lawsuits are increasing. They are becoming more diverse in the target of the employer slash defendants of the lawsuits. And particularly here in recent years, 2019, 2020, 2021, the number has just skyrocketed. And we now see that it's not billion dollar companies anymore. It's not publicly traded companies anymore. It is privately held companies with maybe, you know, tens or hundreds of millions of dollars in a retirement plan. And it's, you know, a small town employer with just maybe 100 employees or 200 employees. And they are now being targeted because, you know, they, they haven't been reviewed or maybe there's just, um, you know, a growing market, for lack of a better term, for how these lawsuits are, are rising. So unfortunately, now most employers at least need to be aware that this is a growing trend. So... What impact uh, do these lawsuits have on the retirement plan sponsors' insurance policy? This is kind of the heart of what we wanted to have this podcast for today. I mean, the lawsuits are complicated. I mentioned that ERISA law, we can table for a second. What I wanted to really convey out to the audience today is just what can we do from an insurance policy standpoint when these lawsuits are at risk? or you know, we're trying to protect against them, or if one is filed that you know, involves or names you know, one of our insureds as a uh, defendant. 
So there are coverage options available to help protect organizations from the risks associated with this excessive fee litigation. Most typically, you have fiduciary liability insurance. Now, fiduciary liability insurance can be rolled into DNO policy, directors and officers policy, a management liability package. There are different ways that this coverage form can be presented to the insured and it could be purchased, you know, on a standalone basis in a package as part of a, you know, a, a larger procurement. But so that's the good news, right? If your organization decides that, you know, this is a risk that is best dealt with with an insurance policy purchase, it can be handled that way. Now, the market is changing and, and this is kind of why we wanted to have you know, this talk, this podcast on, all right, what is our best plan of attack here? And the market for fiduciary liability insurance policies is focusing in on how these lawsuits are you know, increasing in frequency. So we have the number of them. We have the cost of litigation. We have uh, the cost of dealing with this internally with, say, your retirement plan committee, your vendors. I'll talk in a minute here about, you know, sort of the best defense is going through your reviews on what fees you're paying, what's your record keeper doing, how are you handling all of the fiduciaries that are involved with your plan. I mean, these are items that carriers and the underwriters are now targeting to say, well, we want to limit the coverage you have in this particular area, or we need to ask you more application questions to make sure that you meet our underwriting guidelines with your plan committee so that we can even offer you coverage in the first place. And then, of course, you get past both of those sort of retreating coverage or offering coverage in the first place. And then you have to have the premium battle as to what, okay, coverage is going to be offered, but at what cost? So. This is all changing dramatically in sort of this DNO and fiduciary liability space because the lawsuits here, even if settled, are big numbers. So, you know, even a few of these lawsuits, and I already mentioned that they're increasing at an exponential rate, but even a few of these numbers or lawsuits are changing what carriers have to pay out and spreading the risk or cost of those claims across all of the pool applicants that are looking for this type of insurance. So, you know, what are carriers doing there? Carriers are saying, okay, I have a supplemental application for your DNO policy or a specific excessive fee questionnaire for your fiduciary liability policy. And we're going to ask you specifically about how you monitor your expense ratios in your investment options, how you pick your investment options in the first place. Does your plan committee to review them on a regular basis? What do you do in terms of retail shares versus institutional shares? I mean, there is basically a subject matter expert needed to fill out these applications. And you're essentially going through like a, um, an exercise on what the defenses would be if you were faced with this lawsuit. It's kind of like litigation prep work. And that is trickling down into the insurance process. And, you know, it ultimately matters what level and how robust your coverage is going to be 
depending on how you answer those questions. So that's why it's important that how these lawsuits are unfolding and the theories that the plaintiffs and the plaintiffs' law firms are alleging and the outcomes of those cases and and what it's going to impact on the fiduciary liability and the DNO markets. Pete, how do I learn more or if I have questions for my own upcoming fiduciary liability, DNO, or management liability policies? I mentioned that there are some other vendors, advisors, insurance consultants that are involved with the plan, most plans, I should say. You can always talk to whoever your existing service providers are. Hopefully, they have some information that can help you. They can supply you know, some instructions that you need in terms of this documentation and, and maybe things that you're doing already. You know, They can just help you double check and run some reviews. If not, feel free to contact me. Feel free to contact Henderson Brothers. It's a really appropriate time right now to be looking into this for your organization. And Henderson Brothers can be a resource here for you to, to reach out to. Pete, thank you for your time. Yeah, thank you, Dave. I'm glad I was able to uh, come on and share these thoughts. And that wraps up four questions on excessive fee lawsuits with Henderson Brothers in-house counsel, Pete Horn. Pete may be reached directly at 412-754-3242 or pjhorn, H-O-R-N-E, at hendersonbrothers.com. Our podcast, Expect an Expert, is produced by Henderson Brothers in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. To contact Henderson Brothers for general inquiries, please call 412-261-1842 or visit hendersonbrothers.com. 